Hi, welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTaggart. Thank you for downloading the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Please remember to share, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to the podcast because that helps me out. Yes, you can help me out and I will help you out at the end of the episode when I rant about one of your What's Pissing You Off submissions. Oh, you haven't done that yet? Well, feel free to find me anywhere on social media at McTaggartAttack and let me know using the hashtag McTaggartAttack. Or you can also send me an email, McTaggartAttack at gmail.com. Let's see what's on my mind today. Um, (laughs) I've been listening to a lot of uh, self-help books and podcasts and everything and and like they say listen to yourself and listen do what you want and it's just funny how like <laughs> i the more i think about one thing it, it 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 always seems to pop up and i don't know if that's because of that's what's on my mind that's what i want to do it's a scary thing to do but um i want to seriously you know, do more comedy. But it's hard to, like, focus on my comedy career when I have an eight-hour-a-day job. You know, that's that's a pain in the neck. A job that has nothing to do with my comedy career. You know, it's, it's, it's frustrating that I, I um you know i spend so much time on this job and i i deep down i want to be doing something else that's why i think i'm so frustrated at work is i just i know it's not what i want to do i don't want to stay there forever i'm going to leave i want to go and be a comedian. That's what I want to do. And I'm taking this online course right now that's answered a lot of questions for me that I've had regarding the comedy business, like how to get yourself out there, how what to do, how to how to make money, how to how to make it a business for yourself and and it's been it's been very enlightening. It's 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 answered a lot of questions for me. It's it's made me feel a lot better about this potential decision that I may make in the near future. Of course, it's hard to make that decision right now when we're in a virus pandemic and most of the businesses are closed and I can't do shit about it anyway. So that that's frustrating to me. I I don't know what to do. It's it's I mean, I know what I want to do. It's just it's just I think it's important now to just keep taking that course and it, I'm, I'm almost done with it. And then I'm just going to, um, whenever this vi- whenever the lockdown is over, you know, put my plans into action, you know, cause like I, <laughs> I even applied, I even interviewed for another job where I work and deep down, I'm hoping I don't get it. 
Because it's not what I ultimately want to do. It's not what I want. It's not what I want at all. I want to do what I want to do. I want to be... I want to do something in comedy. I want to make money from comedy. Hopefully when stand-up comes back and stand-up will come back. I got a, I got upset about that enough in the last episode. So download the um, the one about that I talk about. Will stand-up comedy survive? I talk enough about that and got pretty angry in that episode. It's the angriest I got. And I don't think I'm going to get that angry in this one because... I'm really more hungry than anything else right now. I'm just recording this before I have dinner. But yeah, I just... I, I Taking the course, it's Comedy Business School by Scott Tickers. And I've found it very enlightening and informative. And I recommend it to any comedian out there who doesn't have a clue what the hell to do with their career. Because he gives a lot of insight and a lot of information. And I think it's going to be very helpful. I'm looking forward to finishing it. And one thing of the class is like, it says, you know, to like write 10 jokes a day, at least 10 jokes a day. I don't have time to write 10 jokes a day because I work eight hours a day in a job that I don't even like. So what the hell is the fucking point of that? Just frustrating. Very frustrating. What else is pissing me off today? Uh, I'm recording this on Thursday before the NFL draft. So this this podcast will not give you draft analysis of how the first round went. Because, um, first of all, my podcast doesn't do that. You can go to other people who do draft analysis and things like that. I will say this, though, about the draft. I think mock drafts are so stupid. Oh, my God. And people pick, oh, where do you think this player will go? Where do you think this player will go? You're not going to know where any of these players are going to go until the actual draft happens. You know what I want to see? You know what I want to happen? And I never see this happen. I should try to look it up. I want to know what what the percentages are of these people who, who do the mock drafts. Like, how right is Mel Kuyper Jr.? How right is Todd McShay? How right is Daniel Jeremiah? How right are all these alleged draft experts, all these people that do mock drafts? How right are they? Can someone please do some statistics and figure out how right these people are, like, over the years? And if they are good, like, I, I think for a good draft expert, you have to be in, like, the 75% range, to be honest. Like, I was going to say 50-50, but no, no. You have to be right most of the time. So I guess 60-40 or something like that. But I think really good ones, and ones that should be on TV, should be, like, 75% correct for, like, their first-round selections. Because you can't pick, you know, you can't, you know, rip them for their late round predictions, but I'm talking about like their first round predictions. How right are they with their first round predictions? They better be really right. You know? It's just it's just crazy how you keep seeing their mock drafts. I'm like, does anyone take the mock draft later in you know, after the draft is over and see how well how right they were? Does anyone do that? Does anyone try to do that at all? You know, I just, I just, I just want to know. Does anyone ever like, yes, 
the draft experts grade the players that are coming in, but does anybody ever actually grade the draft experts? I think someone should. Really think someone should draft ex- grade the draft experts. So yeah, I think the draft is stupid. I think um, my job is stupid. I just think every fucking thing is stupid and I'm just ready. It's just frustrating. I don't know. I mean, I know I have a clearer idea about what I want to do, but I'm not going to reveal that on my podcast. Because I still need to figure some of it out. But changes are coming. Good changes are coming, and I can feel it, and I'm excited. That's it. Like I think it's important. Like I've learned a lot about mindset in the past year and mindfulness. And I think it's just important to just don't dwell on the negative. Never dwell on the negative. Like you can, you can be upset. Like I can be upset. Like I try to be positive, you know, now and that works for the most part. And I try not to worry that much. And I'm, it's not like I'm not trying to worry at all. You know, I'm still going to worry about stuff. But it's the amount of time that you're feeling that worry. You know? Like, that that's what I've learned from doing the... Uh, once, ever since I bought the 10% Happier app is, like... Um, they have some good courses on there and they explain things. And it's like, you're, you, like, recognize and acknowledge the emotions that you're feeling. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm feeling angry right now. And then once you... Most of the time, once you, like, acknowledge it to yourself you feel better like it goes away you know i think that deals with pain sometimes too like if you feel pain somewhere oh my foot's hurting and then usually like when sometimes when i go running i feel aches and pains and it freaks me out and i get anxious and like now when i run i'm, I'm and i feel that i'm like oh well okay that's hurting right now let's just keep going and you know, I've acknowledged it, and we'll see, and we'll just deal with it. And I'm just, I, it's there, and I've, I've felt it, and it, it's great. It's not great, but you know, it's just, I've felt it, the pain, and it's just going to keep moving on, because I want to run. And I just think it's important to, to, to try to do that. You know, I, I, I encourage, don't like, oh, I'm so pissed off, and you stay pissed off the whole rest of the day. There's no point. Or I'm depressed and you stay depressed for the whole rest of the day. It's just, it's not healthy to feel those awful feelings for so long. I mean, it's, it's, I'm not saying meditation has helped me eliminate feelings. No, I just, I still feel them, but I feel them much shorter and I let them, I do, I let them dwell much shorter than they used to. I mean, I don't let them dwell at all, really. I just, acknowledge them and usually they disappear they 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 go to the wayside you know and i've found that very helpful with the 10 percent happier app that i've been using for the past two months or so i highly recommend it if you're into meditation it did or if you have issues and stuff you know with with anxiety and things like that it, it they have a lot of courses that cover a lot of different things, and I highly recommend it. Um, so, let's see. What else is on my mind today? 
Um, oh, one more thing I wanted to mention. Like, if you're interested in starting a podcast, uh, if you click on the link in the show notes, if you're if you're on Apple or I think if you're on Podbean too, if you can copy and paste it. Um, you can get a month free. You, your first month will be free if you use that link in my show notes of the podcast. And you can start a podcast of your own. And then we can be on each other's podcasts. That's called collaborating. Which apparently is an important step when it comes to podcasting. I guess. Collaborating. But, because that's why you do a podcast. To, like, get your stuff out there. You know, I want, I'd like to make money off this podcast. And one way that I need to make money off this podcast is to collaborate. Like, i you know, I've been told, oh, you should do interviews. And I'm like, I don't really want to do interviews. But I've recently come up with an idea on how I want to do interviews. And I really hope the participants are happy with this. Particularly all those people that have been begging me to be a guest on my podcast. When I don't have guests on my podcast. But I'm going to start having guests on my podcast. And these people might regret it. Is that all I've got for what what's on my mind today? Um, I should probably do a what's pissing you off. Today's what's pissing you off comes from Andrea Wagner on Facebook. She's really annoyed that in order to see her watch list on Amazon Prime, she has to log in on the computer and then go through two screens of settings. Why can't she just um, look at the app on her TV where she's watching it? That is stupid that Amazon does that. Why does Amazon do such stupid things? Like, first of all, to me, Amazon sends me much bigger boxes for the things that I, that I buy. Like, they sent me a six-foot-long box for two little books that I got in Christmas, which I talked about in an earlier podcast, you know, a couple months ago around Christmas time. And now... Poor Andrea has to, like, go to a computer to see the watch list for what she's watching on the television? That doesn't even even make sense. That makes absolutely no sense. If Amazon is this great, wonderful company, you know, and can do no wrong, why do they do so much stuff wrong? Why do they treat their employees like crap? Why do they have such stupid things to do with their boxing why why does their boxing of items have to suck so bad and god forbid why the hell does the watch list have to be accessed and looked at on a computer when you're not even watching tv on the computer you're watching tv on the tv why don't they have the watch list on the tv it doesn't make any sense amazon answer your freaking selves why the hell are you so goddamn stupid with this crap putting the watch list on the television not putting the watch list on the television app Instead of you have to go to a friggin' computer and go through two screens to go find the friggin' watch list. But it defeats the purpose of you sitting on your ass, laying on your ass, watching TV all day. But no, you gotta get up to see the watch list of what you want to look at next. But no, Amazon is stupid, apparently, and does it this other way. And you can't even, like, enjoy your friggin' shows. You can't, like, be lazy. Andrea just wants to be lazy, and Amazon won't let her be lazy. Be lazy. She'll watch a lot more stuff and consume a lot more product if you just let her be lazy and let her watch her damn, look at her watch list on her damn television. And that's the bottom line. 
if you smell what the Mctagular Tap podcast is cooking. Happy Friday, I guess. I hate my job.